Lodged in our Bill of Rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions, to think your own thoughts, and to say what's on your mind. We couldn't have liberty without it. Now, more than ever, it's good to spout off, to listen, debate, and participate. Here's your host of Spouting Off, commentator, columnist, and all-around rabble-rouser, Karen Cataline. Well, welcome, everyone. We are back live after the Thanksgiving holiday. I hope yours was splendid and blessed. Ours was. I'm glad to see that there are still Thanksgiving holidays in a time in which uh, so many things are being attacked. That's part of what I want to talk to you about today in this first segment. In this first segment, if you got something on your mind, not that there isn't a ton going on, as there always is, all you got to do is dial 603-816-1590. People don't dial anymore, but we still use that language, dialing a phone. All you got to do is push 603-816-1590 if you'd like to talk with me live. We're also on Facebook and I think Getter and <clears throat> Lots of other things. Um, so uh, from the good, the bad, from the sublime to the ridiculous, we talk about all of it here. Uh, first, I have an uncharacteristic prediction, and it it's not rocket science. I think anybody who isn't watching, I mean anybody who's watching even remotely, excuse me, even remotely, you know that the overlords are getting ready to uh, revisit fear porn and COVID, COVID, COVID. It does not matter how much information we have learned in the last three years. It doesn't matter how much we saw the truly devastating effects of lockdowns, of fake, phony, fraudulent slave masks that do nothing and you're still seeing people in grocery stores wearing them. Now California and others, oh, there's another variant, another variant, another, another, another variant, despite the fact that we already know, but we're not allowed to talk about it because it ain't a free country anymore, according to them. Uh, the vaccine that they told us was safe and effective is turning out to be deadly for some, devastating and damaging to others, lots of D words there, but we have a media that refuses to investigate. Now, I don't know what's going on, but I do know that people are dying in the prime of their life of, of uh, unknown causes, and nobody's curious. Nobody is suspicious. Nobody wants to know. And we are being enculturated to simply ignore. Everybody wants to know when somebody is cut down in the prime of their life. They were perfectly healthy. They didn't even have COVID, but all of a sudden they died of unknown causes, right? Unexpected. There's a movie out called Died Unexpectedly. I have not seen it. But for anybody to be suspicious about what's going on after we just got through with uh, a, an, a year and a half of fear porn when it came to COVID, 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 and people who went to the hospital for motorcycle accidents were reported as having, uh, if they died, God forbid, uh, having died of COVID. We saw this again and again. They wanted people to be terrified so that they would acquiesce to the latest edict, whether it is to take a jab they didn't want and be forced into it, coerced into it, or a host of other things. It seemed all about uh, demoralizing people and telling them that they no longer had liberty and freedom even over their own body, by the very people that have been screaming at us, my body, my choice. You can't make this up. It's like a bad sci-fi movie. And one of the reasons they have not acknowledged any new information, they've held fast to every lie that they've told, even insofar as 
deadly, dangerous, damaging uh, after effects from shots and boosters, but they don't want to know. They're married to the narrative. And now uh, brace yourself because the second, how, how many of you had this on your bingo cards, ladies and gentlemen, the very second the midterms were over, suddenly there's a new COVID variant. Oh no, another COVID variant. Now, the, the COVID variant was just fine. There was no COVID variant while they were busy trying to tell us that they weren't responsible for the misery and the heartache and the lies and the deception and the hoaxes associated with COVID, 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 right? They were the ones that told us that cheap, effective drugs weren't effective and were horse urine or whatever they told us. They're the ones who, who, punish doctors for prescribing medication they thought would work because no longer are doctors uh, able to practice medicine as they see fit. No, they are merely uh, uh, zombies of the state doing what the state is telling them to do. All of this and more was ushered in by the advent of the uh, famous 10 days to flatten the curve. Most people who were watching knew that something had shifted drastically when that happened, that they could in a heartbeat shut down in an economy and, and no concern whatsoever for the damaging effects, the, the way that people lost their businesses, the families, the the uh, domestic violence, people forced to be locked down with people who were abusers. Oh, well, let's lump them all together into one swell foop, ladies and gentlemen, and make them do our bidding. And guess what? They're going to do it again. You mark my words, they're going to do it again. Wherever they can get away with it, they're going to do it again. Uh, they wait until the midterms because you know what? All these things get introduced in a very orchestrated fashion. Is there any doubt they will do, be demanding that you don slave masks or recommending? And guess what? All, all that has to happen is that the Health and Human Services and the every other alphabet agency recommends. And then in your hometown, doctors, nurses, and other bureaucratic entities that used to be free will now tell you that if you want a colonoscopy, you have to put a slave mask on your face. If you want to get surgery or gallbladder uh, operation, you have to put a mask on your face. If you want a organ transplant that will save your life, you'd better get the deadly jab, no matter how much evidence there is to the contrary, that this is safe. You're not allowed to be what is now being called, and rightfully so, a COVID dissident. I like that term. Uh, and connected with um, Elon Musk, who's doing, we're watching with fascination at what is going on with uh, Elon Musk and the way that he is causing the left to lose their cookies. It is pretty entertaining. And uh, one of the greatest things I've seen recently with Elon Musk is, as you know, I'm still suspicious. I've been let down this primrose path too many times. Nobody is perfect. Nobody is a... Uh, you know, a, a prophet necessarily in this world. And I'm not going to sycophantically worship any human being. Uh, however, the latest thing that I loved with Elon Musk is when Apple got all bent out of shape and, and threatened to take Twitter off its computers, off its platform, uh, Musk asked a very simple, basic, innocent question. Are they against free speech? Why is the left losing their cookies over this? And so many other things. Why? Because they've been exposed as having been against free speech, really, um, ever since their betters told them that that's what they're supposed to be against. Uh, whatever... Uh, 
the left and their betters, the radical left who tells them what to do, how to think, how to be, you're not allowed to disagree. Uh, now, the Hollywood left and all of the other hangers-on and jumpers on the bandwagon are now against free speech. Remember when Hollywood, they were, that was sacrosanct to them, remember? They said, well, we can't create. I mean, it's it's hurting our creativity. Mostly, though, that had to do with loosening controls on indecency and violence and sexual behavior. That they've always been for. And frankly, I'm pretty much for that too, because you can turn it off, except when it comes to children who have not reached the age of consent. And that too, they have turned on its head. Now, I direct you, because I'm almost running out of time here, to a piece that I just posted at my website, karencataline.com. On the front page, it says articles. And uh, the current one that I just posted yesterday is called the poisoning of the American mind. Now, I have written variations of this piece throughout <laughs> the last several years. This one has a bunch of bullet points as to the things that uh, we are not being asked to accept, but the cultural changes. Here's the first sentence, just to give you the intro. It doesn't take a genius to recognize that the broad cultural values, which we once thought were self-evident and on which we have previously relied, are being destroyed. And in their place are their direct opposites. They've been already, they have already been presented as the only socially acceptable, quote, unquote, truth. And there's a whole bunch of bullet points here, and it's an uh, an incomplete list. Uh, there are things on this list like licensed medical doctors should be persecuted and even stripped of their licenses if they don't obey politicians and bureaucrats who are not doctors and have no medical license. Okay, there's a whole bunch more bullet points there. I would love for you to read those comment, question, write me if you have additions. I will consider uh, adding them or please uh, let me know what you think of that piece at KarenCataline.com. When we come back, we're going to have a great guest tell you all about him when we come back on WSMN Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Stay tuned. You're listening to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Call or go online to take advantage of my best offer ever. For a limited time, when you use your promo code, you can get premium MyPillows regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! Call 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM, R-A-M. That's 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to the Secret War, a Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Thanks, Pat. Call now, toll free, 866-883-2741. That's 866-883-2741. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. 
Call now, toll free, 866-8832-741. That's 866-8832-741. Wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Or that time you forgot to roll up your windows in the car wash. Fantastic. Yeah, a remote control would have come in handy then. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Life doesn't come with a remote control. So you're on your own with the wasps. You have the power to take control of pre-diabetes. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Karen Cataline puts the Judeo in Judeo-Christian. Now back to Spouting Off. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Spouting Off. Karen Cataline back after the Thanksgiving Day holiday. Hope you enjoyed those last couple of shows on Thursday and Friday. Some shows that we uh, didn't, we don't ordinarily play when I get to fill in for a host of other hosts. <laughs> um, all right, so shifting gears here. One of the great things about what's happening in an otherwise very disturbing time in which we're living is that conservatives are coming up with new media. Uh, and we're seeing that this profoundly uh, unconstitutional and un incomprehensible, I got about five other adjectives I could use, uh, censorship of conservatives, putting them down and demonizing them, persecuting them, telling them they're no longer, their opinion is no longer allowed in the public forum, is that people are coming up with new media. And so uh, our next guest has a publishing company, and we are excited to hear more about him. Plus, he lives in Texas. Oh, <laughs> can't wait to talk to him about that, having moved from Colorado to Texas. His name it, that's me, not him. Anyway, David Thomas Roberts joins us. He's a political activist for conservative and libertarian causes, founded a political pack, Texans for True Conservatives. I can't wait to look into that one. Based on candidates taking the PAC's conservative pledge, we want to hear about that. He's a supporter of the originalists in constitutional matters, believes the government is too centralized, gee, you think, and too large and fiscally irresponsible. Uh, he also has a 650-acre Texas ranch in Brushwood Rose and bre breeds registered Texas Longhorn cattle. How about that? David Thomas Roberts, welcome to Spouting Off. Good to have you on the show. Karen, thank you for having me, and uh, happy belated Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, same to you. Now, uh, the first thing right out of the box, David, that I want to ask you, I don't know where it is right now, but I'm on your website at defiancepress.com, which I think is a spectacular name because, as you may know, even though I am in Texas, um, we broadcast out of our flagship station, 1590 AM WSMN, in New Hampshire, the live free or die state. So Defiance Press is a great name for a press. But when I looked here at your website, I noticed, I don't know where it is at the moment, but I know it's here someplace, that there was a, uh, a, uh, a YouTube video that showed that it had been censored. So I couldn't wait to find out what uh, what was in that video that YouTube thought was so terribly egregious that we're not allowed to see it? Well, wow, it's it's been more than once, and uh, just a little bit on Defiance Press and publishing. We um, this this actually came about from my experience. The first book that I wrote was a political thriller, 
And honestly, um, it was written because my wife got so irritated with me. She'd, she'd say, uh, you know, I've been married almost 40 years and, and mm-hmm. I come home after a long day. Uh, I've got multiple businesses and the, um, I, I turn on Fox news and I get mad all over again and, and couldn't sleep. And she goes, you know, you're going to die. <laughs> you, you need to turn off the news. And, you know, you've always <laughs> wanted to write a book, write, write a book or something. So I did, I said that, you know, that's a great idea. So I, I, I can't say I completely turned the news off, but for six months I went into hiding and wrote the book and then shopped it with publishers. And I, I found out really quickly that both, um, First of all, literary agents, which is, you know, in the old school, that's how you got a book published. You went through a literary agent. Well, the, the literary right. agents that are left in the United States and actually globally are flaming, um, I don't want to say liberals. I just say they're radical leftists. Kind of, yes, I went through that just, process because yeah. I wrote a book. And yep. yes, indeedy. Yeah. That so is you'll true. never get any traction if you're conservative with that. I mean, they'll check out your social media, they'll do everything. But, if the books even it has a hint of conservatism in it, in it you can forget it. Um, and so I actually found a publisher that did take it. I, I didn't go through literary agent. And then um, that book became their number one fiction book that year. And there was an event at the University of Missouri, which has one of the leading schools of journalism, and where all the publishers come in worldwide and display their top books for the year. And uh, they didn't think I was coming because I, I wasn't planning on going, but I ended up going and my book wasn't displayed. And so I had a very interesting conversation with the publisher and she wow. told us, she said, you know, listen, I, I can't display your book here. I mean, I, I, I'll get ruined in the industry. You know, I just can't do it. So I, even though I was her number one book, that publisher for the year, they couldn't display my book at the University of Missouri at this publisher's event. So censorship, um, um, yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, has seeped into every and, uh, industry. Yeah. Oh, and I went to publishing events basically all over the world and it's, it's worse than you can imagine. And so oh. I thought, you know, this is, this looks like a business opportunity. The other thing is I talked to authors across <laughs> the country and authors yes. to a person hated their publishers. And I'm like, well, what, what, what is up with this? Why do the authors hate their publisher? And then I learned, you know, through my own experience, some of the reasons why they don't they don't get along with their publishers. And I thought, you know, this is a great opportunity. I'm an I'm a serial entrepreneur. I said I will learn this, and we will we will start a conservative publishing brand. And we did. So that was ten years ago. We just celebrated our ten year anniversary. We are the largest independent ah. conservative publisher in the world. We will publish somewhere around sixty five to seventy titles. Is what we'll end up with in 2022. And we've got people like Sheriff Joe. Um, uh-huh. who uh, I co-wrote his book with him. We've got authors like Justin Sheffield, who is the seal among seals. People talk about these other seals, but every seal to a person, when you talk to me, ask about Justin Sheffield, his book, Mob Six, uh, which, by the way, we've had nine Amazon number ones this year. Um, so we're, we're, um, we're an outlet for conservative authors, and we have them coming to us every day. And... Um, there is not a conservative publisher left, even the ones that have imprints, like some of the larger houses, uh, like used to be Regnery Press and other ones have been uh, bought up. Yeah, I was going to ask about Regnery. Yeah. No, they, I mean, yeah. They, and I know the Regnery the family, great, great family, but they sold to Simon and Schuster, or Harper, Harper Collins years oh, ago. So, um, yeah. so a lot of these politicians, like you, you heard where Josh Hawley couldn't get his book. It was set to be published and they pulled it back. Um, uh-huh. So we're we're an alternative voice for them. We've got global distribution on our books, and and uh, uh, we're doing really well, and, and got a niche that nobody else has, and got some great authors. We've got about 150 authors so far, and uh, we're blowing and going. Well, isn't that great? Um, now, there's something on your website that says if people would like to be an author, does that mean? Uh, well, tell us what that means. Is this people who yeah, so, already so have authors, a book or want yeah, help writing one or what? If they're if they if they're right if they've written a book and have a manuscript, can't find a publisher for it. Um and, and we're finding this a lot with with conservative libertarian type authors. And it could be anything from a children's book to fiction to nonfiction. Um uh, they they eventually find us and then they can submit that book to us and then and and uh, if it's one that we're interested in or one that's well written, um, then we'll publish it for them. And um, so we're always looking for authors. We we get about 
anywhere about four or five manuscripts a day. So we have really great main, and I don't want that to discourage anybody because we, we publish a lot of books. So, um, well, and, uh, and as a person who wrote a book a little over 10 years ago, it's not just writing it, it's marketing it and getting it out there. So people will read it because, you know, I mean, you, you want to get, you want to publish it, but you even more want people to read it. So, um, how do you do that? Well, a lot of people will self-publish and don't realize that, you know, none of the, the bricks and mortar stores will carry a self-published book on their shelves. They won't put it on their shelves. And a lot of books, there's so many, there's literally hundreds of thousands of books that get that get published every month. So how do you separate yourself? We have marketing programs for that. We, we know how to separate them. A lot of people that have have not had success with getting a self-published book, they come to us and then we republish it. And we republish it under our banner with our distribution and, and then it becomes a success. So, oh. um, but, but the author has to be very involved in the marketing. It's, uh, it's the days where the publisher does all the marketing. It, it doesn't work like that anymore. It's the author's got to, they got to have a social media presence. They got to build a platform uh-huh. and um, uh, if they don't already have one and uh, that's what we help them with. So uh, trying right. to get the conservative messages out, uh, you know, and, uh, kind of thumb our nose at, at the establishment, you know, at the establishment publishing industry, because it is extremely woke. And um, so it's an outlet for aspiring authors, and we're always looking for authors. Well, that is very important. Let's shift gears here with the last, uh, I don't know, we got about five, six minutes left. We're talking to David Thomas Roberts, who runs Defiance Press, such a great name in times when... Uh, uh, what do we call it? Uh, well, principled defiance is ab- absolutely essential. Talk to us, if you would, about Texans for True Conservatives. What's that all about? What do you do there? Well, I, I founded a PAC, and I founded the PAC. If you go back to the, you know, Grover, people that remember, or I mean, he's still around, Grover Norquist, who did the No New Tax I remember. under the Reagan administration, and it, it basically... Um, if you are a Republican or conservative, you, you, you dare not sign that, that pledge. It was a simple pledge is just, they agreed that they wouldn't raise taxes, uh, while they're in office. And so I took that same theme and I, I get so sick and tired of the establishment Republicans. Um, and you know, even when we have both houses and we have the white house and we still don't get things done. Um, and the Republicans, for the most part, the GOP won't fight. Um, they cower. They won't fight. The leadership is terrible. It's still terrible today. Um, and so I, I got sick of this, and I said, okay, we're going to – I'm going to form a PAC. We're going to raise money, and I'm going to I'm gonna um, do a conservative pledge, which if you go to our website at texascpac.org, texascpac, you'll see the pledge. You'll see who signed it. The first one to sign it was Ted Cruz, um, who's, who's a friend of mine. And uh, Ted Cruz signed it, and other politicians started falling in, in line. And uh, it's amazing that the, the politicians and the elected officials that we have actually approached to sign the conservative pledge, which has, if it's a federal office, there's about 20 things that they pledge to, and uh, the ones that won't sign it, 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 it would stun you. But most of them really? won't sign it. Most of them well, and it. people are wondering, you know, you, you work hard, and uh, we, we could talk another time about what elections didn't seem quite on the up and up, but even when you do get somebody with an R after their name, uh, I hate to use this term, but it's the R stands for Rhino, not Republican. So give us, uh, what's the name of that again? And tell us a couple of the things that you asked, uh, Republicans to, uh, pledge to what's the name of it again? we ask them to pledge to their own term limit themselves. That's one of them. That's, that's usually the hardest one for them. <laughs> we ask them uh, not to raise tax, that they, they won't vote for any tax, tax increases. We ask them um, to protect the second amendment. And there's some specifics in there about the second amendment. And if you just look at the laundry list of the key issues for conservatives, they're all dealt with in that pledge. And um, it's, um, it, it's amazing to me the the ones that won't sign it. The ones that you think would sign it won't, and uh-huh. um, um, and so we we've um, and we've actually we've actually had a couple of politicians that broke their pledge, and so we removed them, 
And we actually, um, one thing that I'm not afraid to do that we've done, that we've used a lot of the funds for is I'll do negative advertising. So if we have a, a Republican who's, you know, uh, conservative in name only, <laughs> then yeah. uh, we'll go after them and we'll expose them. And, and I don't, I'm not afraid to do negative. I'll, I'll do the negative advertising that the politicians won't do because they're afraid to be, you know, I, I doing negative ads. We, we've done lots of negative ads. Um, and, David, uh, I'm not. Can, a, I'm not afraid to do them. Can we talk just very briefly because we only have a couple minutes? Uh, it's very controversial the whole idea of term limits because sometimes the term limits you finally get somebody who has principles, and if they've pledged to leave, then you end up with people who have no principles. So don't you want to keep? I I get that the longer they're there, the more likely they may be. Uh, uh, you know bribed, blackmailed, et cetera, et cetera. But if they agree with all the other things, don't you want them to stay there so that they can put their foot down to some of this stuff? Well, I, you know, how, look at Chuck Grassley, who's 90 years old, been there for yeah. been there 40 years. Uh, you know, a lot of people don't realize that Chuck Grassley and, and uh, Lindsey Graham actually voted to, yeah. to confirm so, uh, Sotomayor on the Supreme Court. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I they think did. That, yeah, huh. and and so I think that you know if, if it's not a reason, I think it's uh, three terms that we, we three senator term, which is eighteen years. I mean, how long do they need? Um, oh yeah, six four, years four, apiece. Four, what about House, House members? Right? How many? Four. Four. Four for House members, which is two. That's eight years. That's um, only eight. And, and look, you know, I, and I've got examples like that. Look at, at Senator Jim Demet, who's congressman. He term limited right. himself. He's a prime example of somebody who did great, great work. And when, when he promised that he would leave after a certain life, he did. Um, and I think we, you know, the way you, the only way you're going to get rid of some of this leadership, like McConnell and Kevin McCarthy, is you're going to have to have some turnover and some new blood. And uh -huh. you know, if it's the same old, same old, nothing ever changes. Okay. Well, we got to leave it there. Uh, and uh, you're involved in a lot of things. You you see opportunities in lots of places. David Thomas Roberts, where do you want us to learn more uh, about Texas for true conservatives? Well, you can go to texascpac.org to learn about the PAC and donate if you so desire. We always welcome that. Or you can go and go to defiancepress.com and find all of our wonderful authors and books um, that we that we we usually have a new release coming out every couple of days, and you'll see Great. a lot of. We got to leave it there, David Thomas right, Roberts, you. an example of doing your own thing like a Republican can. Thank you so much for joining us. We Thanks appreciate it. Take care. When we come back, we got a surprise guest. Tell you about him when we get back. You're listening to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. I was asking God through prayer, seeking a good news source. I believe he showed me the Epic Times. I delivered the mail and came across an issue. The front page intrigued me and I subscribed. Now I cut out articles and give them to friends and family. I leave old issues at the library and around my community. We read it to our kids and love the positive messages in each article. So why do I think everyone should read the Epic Times? Because they're bringing back traditional values to this great country. Hi, it's Karen Cataline. It's been almost a decade since I wrote Fat Lash Food Police in the Fear of Thin. It's about my early experiences in child beauty pageants and being put on extreme diets. Remember when that was shocking? Sadly, that seems like child's play compared to what we are watching today when politicians and woke corporations are actually advocating for the sexualization of children. Everyone's children. We're watching a frontal attack on childhood innocence. This is one story, my story. Fat Lash illustrates and explains why good boundaries are essential for kids to grow up healthy. They need their parents to set them, not the government. Get Fat Lash today. It's available in paperback or ebook at Amazon or at my website, KarenCataline.com. Are you tired of the same old snacks? Looking for something a little healthier than that bag of chips or candy bar? Even your average bag of trail mix these days is little more than peanuts, raisins, and candy-coated chocolate. Not very healthy, is it? 
allow me to introduce you to White Mountain Munchies. Made from 100% all-natural ingredients, White Mountain Munchies combines unique flavors with nutritional value that will tingle your taste buds and strengthen and sustain your overall health and wellness. Eating good never tasted so good. From Maggie's Maple Madness to Hannah's Heavenly Harvest, Grayson's Getaway Goodies, and our limited edition Christmas blend, Jacoby's Jolly Jumble, White Mountain Munchies offers nutritious and delicious snacks that the whole family is sure to love. Pick yours up now through our easy-to-use online store at whitemountainmunchies.com. White Mountain Munchies, non-GMO when you're on the go. Sign up for Karen's newsletter and read her columns at karencataline.com. Now back to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Welcome back, everybody, to Spouting Off here in the, uh, well, at least broadcasting, uh, from our flagship station, WSMN in Nashua, New Hampshire, the Live Free or Die State. Well, I'm pleased to have with us now uh, a guest who is well-known to WSMN audiences. He is a man of so many talents. He is the founder and I guess you could call him CEO of Right America Media. He's one of our producers here and you've heard him on the radio. He's got some great news to share with us. His name is Juan Goud and I am proud to consider him a friend. Hi Juan, welcome to the online portion of Spouting Off. Hey, good afternoon, uh, Karen. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, and boy, you sound wonderful. You are inside the studio, at least in our the inner workings of the studio, and you sound great. So what do you have to share with us today? I, I hear that you've got a new project of sorts, and we want to hear all about it. Yeah, as always, we have a, a lot of projects. Actually, when I when uh, when I say we or I, we, right, American media, that includes you too. So, absolutely, <laughs> I come up with all these ideas. But actually, this this <laughs> this project is uh, it, it's something that I'm I'm trying to push pretty hard. So, as you know, we 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 do have a, a kind of a partnership with uh, the Epoch Times and, uh, and to try to push their, you know, their subscription and stuff like that, because we believe the Epoch Times is probably one of the very few uh, newspapers left, digital or print, left that is actually trying to find the truth. Um, but another thing that the Epoch Times does is actually they do, uh, they do have an, a, a television arm or a documentary movie arm of the Epoch Times, and uh, it's called it's called Epoch Cinema, Cinema and uh, Epoch TV. Well, the other day, uh, I was, um, you know, reading the newspaper and uh, I came across this document, the documentary that they had just released, and it's called the final the final war, the one hundred year plot to defeat America. Hmm. Who do you think they're talking about? <laughs> Who who's who's the one who's plotting, or yes. who are they going to try to defeat? No. America, of course. Of course, who America. So, about? of course. Oh, are... I know. China. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And you know, it's uh, it's a very long. It's a long documentary. I'm going to say it's two and a half hours, two hours and thirty six minutes to be exact. But I tell you what, I was at the edge of my seat, and hmm. uh, every single minute. And I've been trying to get all everybody in Right American Media to try to take 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 a, uh, to watch this. They everybody needs to watch this. And this is where I, where I have uh, another one of my crusades. And uh, uh, so I was lucky enough because we we do have a partnership with uh, the Epoch Times. Uh, lucky enough to talk to the vice president of strategic alliances of the Epoch mm. Times. Mm. And uh, uh, I express how important it was to me for people to know what's happening and, and to, for me to broadcast this, this documentary. Uh, let me remind you, this documentary is exclusive for uh, the Epoch Times and uh, the Epoch Cinema. I explained it to, to her and what I thought um, uh, we needed to do. And uh, lo and behold, 
Could you believe they gave us exclusive permission to broadcast wow. this documentary? How uh, about that? Yes. So Right America Media is, is able to take the, the documentary. We yeah. uh, uh, They give us the, 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 the files to be able to do anything we want as, as long as we can push the, this narrative. This I mean, it's educational about, mm. about uh, not just China. It's actually in particular the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. Okay, it is it is an unprecedented uh, uh, documentary because it actually points out directly about what C the CCP is trying to do. And uh, you know, you can pick anything on your desk right now, and probably fifty percent of it, unfortunately, is going to be made in China. Well, guess what? Every time we spend <laughs> we spend money on something that's made in China, we're putting money into the CCP. And mm -hmm. guess what? What they really, really want to do is to defeat America. We oh. are on a, uh, on we are fighting right now the third world war. Okay, and we don't even know it. I'm gonna mm -hmm. say 70% to 80% of the people out there have no idea how much influence the Chinese Communist Party has in the United States. Mm -hmm. This particular documentary shows how bad it is. Okay, so I live very close to a, to a big city here in Boston, in uh, the, the city of Boston. Boston, uh, the, the, the CCP, and I'm calling them out right, right now, you know. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, uh, somebody starts knocking on my door. Uh, called, um, they, they have such big influence in Boston. Why is that? Because we have all those Ivy Leagues schools over there. And guess where the CCP is? It's inside mm. all those schools. All oh, those, yeah. quote unquote, Confucius, uh, uh, they call them Confucius centers, you know, which are, uh, it's like a study departments uh, uh, that present a very favorable view of the, Chi the Chinese Communist Party. Which is not true. Now, uh, you know, I talk a lot, and I talk fast, and I talk for uh, I talk Spanglish. So, I'm, <laughs> but we love your Spanglish. Yeah. I'm um, going to show you. If yes, you don't mind, ahead. I'm going to show you a little video here. Uh, I'm going to show you because you can actually see it, and our our listeners can actually listen to this. Okay, okay. and this is just about a minute and a half, and uh, out of two hours and thirty six minutes. In the past 20 years, America's painstaking effort to help China enter the world stage. Beautiful history we wrote together. To promote democracy and the rule of law inside the country have all been for naught. But the Chinese regime has swallowed up all the benefits. U.S. public and private equity investments in Chinese and Hong Kong domiciled companies totaled by our estimates at Commerce $2.3 trillion in market value holdings at the end of 2020. In December 2001, when China officially joined the World Trade Organization, its GDP was 1.34 trillion, counting for 4% of the world's GDP. 20 years later, in 2021, China's GDP was $17.7 .7 trillion, accounting for 18% of the world's GDP. These figures tell the story of how China's national power came to be. It was all a scam. It was all a lie. It was all designed to get massive American money to weaken American anti-communist resolve and to build the Chinese military and Chinese power to the point that they could challenge America. This has been a great deception on the part of the Chinese Communist Party and that basically China right now uh, has exploited uh, American openness, American friendship, and is ultimately working to bring about the defeat and ultimate destruction of the United States. Wow. I got a question for you, Juan. Yes, yes ma'am. Yeah. Um, it, for those in the know, people who are listening to Spouting Off and other uh, free media, we hear so much about the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, a lot of entities, Bill Gates, others who have this maniacal 
desire to control things. And of course, we heard Schwab talk about how uh, lovely he thinks communist China is. Isn't there, is there any kind of conflict between these two? How are they working or not working together, these very communist and unbelievably powerful entities? That's an excellent, excellent question. And uh, actually, that is uh, it's uh, uh, addressed on this documentary. So really, yeah, the bottom line is that all those agencies that you talk about, they're just puppets of the CCP. They wow. have been doing this in, in the, what they call it. We in actually on the documentary talks about uh, how the, the CCP was going to uh, gather power, political power, on all those organizations. And they call it one vote at a time. Mm. One vote at a time. And that's exactly what they have been doing. And uh, I mean, and you and I know, know this, like, like you said, and the people to listen to us, you know, uh, who controls the, the WHO? Hmm. China controls um, the WHO. Gee, and and yeah. did we ever vote that? No, we didn't no, vote. No, we didn't vote that. that. Yeah, it was one vote at a time nope. behind behind doors and uh, paying people uh, off, paying people off. Yeah, and I'm going to bribing call, or blackmail, one of the two. Bribing or blackmail, and, and mm. this is a, that's a great transition. Our media, and they call it they call it as well. That's another point that it is brought up in this documentary. Our own media. American media receives paid hmm. trips to China. Wow! On a regular basis, including locals, uh, local stations, television stations, so they can provide very favorable, favorable CCP Good coverage. Press. Exactly, yes. exactly. Yes. So, uh, let me also throw in here that we are watching. I didn't get a chance to talk about it on the monologue. But is it encouraging, what would you say, that we are seeing protests in China that we may have never seen before with regard to this zero tolerance stuff in COVID? Uh, people are fighting back. I don't, you know, this is a powerful country. What do you think about that? Are you encouraged to see that at all? Do you think that'll find its way here to, I don't we, know? We, we are, of uh, I would like to say I am encouraged, but I'm going to throw two things at you, two uh, uh -huh. two two things that you're gonna you're gonna remember, Tiananmen Square, in yes. Hong Kong. Yep. And what happened there? Yes, let's. I mean, the latest one, which was Hong Kong three years ago. Uh, every person, every Chinese that believe in 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 Hong Kong that lived there was out on the streets. Uh, do you hear anything else about Hong Kong anymore? You don't. You don't. No. And, and Tiananmen and who, Square was an atrocity. Yes. And uh, that mm. was when America seemed to be pro-freedom, but they are mm. no longer, it appears. Yes. So it, it's uh, I can't reemphasize this enough. This documentary, and, um, and we started uh, broadcasting last night, uh, the documentary on Red American Media. It is already posted on our website, ramtv.live. You can actually go there on demand and just click on the and start watching it at your leisure. Uh, but I'm trying to push it as, as far as I can to, to, uh, for more people to listen and watch this because it's very historical, very educational, and... Uh, uh, it actually gives you some calls to action on what to do. The people that are in this documentary, by the way, I got to I got to give it a big uh, uh, Josh Joshua Philip, uh, the the lead investigative mm -hmm. reporter for the yes. Epoch Times, is amazing. His team uh -huh. is amazing, and uh, everybody uh, that is part of this documentary, it are people that know what the CCP is all about. We're talking from. Uh, yeah. One-star generals that that are uh, that were kind of diplomats in China, and they knew exactly what they were doing. You know, yeah. the bottom line is that uh, you know the Chinese, the CCP, since uh, 1949, since 1949, had had a 100-year plan to defeat the United States, and huh. they're way ahead of schedule. So if really? you do that, that is 2049. 
just you know uh i hope to still be alive but um you know our, our you know the next generation my kids will be seeing this 10 uh, 2049 is when they they want to have uh a new <laughs> i'm going to use this this words because they use it on their new on their world order with them on top controlling uh-huh everything well we i should point out and we just only have a couple minutes left and we're going to repeat that so everybody can watch this video uh nancy pelosi as if that weren't enough just said what a terrific system of government china has she only said that recently i don't know if you took note of that Uh, Uh, we this couldn't happen without people selling out exactly uh, country Right yeah. out from under us. Well, it's such a great system that 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 uh, in recent history, well, actually, in the last hundred years since Mao took over, they have killed over seventy million of their own countrymen. Mm. So that's a great. I guess I guess that, that could that be, be uh, considered a, great, a really system great system. If if that's what you're looking for and stay in power, so which yeah. is you know which is what Nancy. How Pelosi would you like wants. to be the Uyghurs or the Fulan Gong uh, or okay. people who have been persecuted because they believe in kindness and mm. forbearance? Yeah, and uh, real quick, I'm, I'm I'm glad you went to the Uyghurs because that that came up on this documentary and how the how the Taliban who used to fight for the for the Uyghurs they don't anymore. Uh, Why? Why? Just watch. How about watch. that? Yeah, watch it. They don't say anything. In fact, uh, anything about wow. the Chinese the Chinese anymore. Why? Because the Chinese are in Afghanistan right now, and they are the oh ones my. funding the Taliban. And then uh, it's too bad we don't have enough time to talk about Ukraine and how there's a proxy war being fought against Mm -hmm. Russia through Ukraine using American tax dollars. Um, I'm suspecting that it covers that. We only have 60 seconds. Tell everybody, this is one of my heroes, ladies and gentlemen. Juan Goud gives of his time. He's doing it for all the right reasons. Tell everybody where they can watch this film. Real quick, they can go to ramtv.live and find it there. They can also go to the Epoch Times or the Epoch TV, and it's free. It's two and a half hours. I tell you, it's worthwhile. Watch it and definitely look at the things we can do, the the action steps, because that's what people want. Thanks, Juan Goud, for joining us always. Love being a part of your team at Right America Media. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Uh, That does it for this edition. We'll be back on Thursday and uh, keep on spouting off because there's, oh, my goodness, a lot to spout off about.